E, I feel like Vinnie Jones going in goal for a quarter of an hour. Hello, how are you doing? Pete Donaldson here. It's time for some Ramble On. A chance for uh, us to just kick back, relax, and, and, and basically just uh, inquire uh, as, as to each other's sanity uh, through a, a, a couple of uh, well-crafted little little questions here and there. Uh, I'm joined by Marcus Speller. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Alaris. Alaris. You just pop the little trousers, <laughs> pop the little joggers down and give us a little spank me bum. <laughs> oh, Marcus, the sun's shining, the birds are singing. I am loving summer, even though uh, I'm locked down. I locked you down. We're doing all kinds of bother, aren't we? You really we? sounded like a radio DJ there. The sun's out, the rain's, the rain clouds are far it's away. Subsided. Enjoy this <laughs> with a bit of Nickelback. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Nickelback. Isn't that weird? I, I knew in my head I thought Nickelback and you said Nickelback. Incredible. It's, it's because you once dedicated a song live on national radio to me and it was mm. a Nickelback song. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, no, no, Marcus. it wasn't Nickelback song. You no, you didn't dedicate a song to me. I've, I've over aggrandized this. You mm. gave me a mention because I just sort of messaged you saying I can hear you uh, on my. I on, can hear you because <laughs> I'm standing outside. Uh, no, I can hear you on my radio, and you said that you know I you you messaged me saying oh. Just got a message from Marcus here. He's in his car. Uh, we might play some mm. Nickelback for you later, fella, or something like that. And I thought that's <laughs> such a lovely little dig. That's uh, what a lovely little dig. Yeah, really, really just, subtle dig that no one will get. That. Nobody <laughs> knew. No one will get that. But people who know Marcus Sparrow will be like, well. I mean, I wouldn't put it past because he likes Bon Jovi and Oasis, uh, and both of those particular <laughs> bands have gone off the boil recently. Well, one of them so, doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> one of them doesn't exist anymore. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to get yeah. you know sashay into into Nickelback Town. I like to think that if you were a drinker as well, your favourite drink would be a pickleback, which is uh, whiskey and um, kind of like pickled onion uh, yeah. vinegar. Yeah, pickling vinegar. I just... Gross. Mm. Uh, what are we doing here, by the way? What are we doing here? We're doing our Desert Island. Uh, we're not doing Desert Island Discs. That would be uh, yeah, in, just in that, we? of, of many different uh, copyright rules. No, we are... Marcus, yes, um, yes. because of the, the, the rising sea levels, uh-huh. um, weirdly, uh, a football desert island has been found. <laughs> it's out in the Adriatic, and it's just this weird, unlovable little... Mm-hmm. Um, patch of sand there's there's a couple of uh there's a couple of trees palm trees and in between it's like a little goal uh, and it's basically a football desert island and we're gonna go there me and you marcus oh, little yeah. 18 to 25 uh little 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 holiday okay. me and you to the football desert island and um and, and, but we've got things that we need, need to be taken. We need provisions. Mm. Uh, don't worry about clothing, let's say, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But but we're certainly going to extend this to kit. Uh, we basically want you to pick uh, one football from the annals of uh, footballing history, one kit from the annals of footballing history, uh, a VHS or DVD or little MP4 file uh, of, of a favourite footballing moment, mm-hmm. one football book, and also one person from the game to be stranded with for, let's say, the rest of your life yeah. on a footballing-style uh, desert island. They will grow old with you. Uh, they would probably, at some point, attempt some kind of sexual congress with you. Uh, <laughs> and so that's very much what's going to be happening on this footballing uh, desert island, Marcus Bella. And I would like you to begin, if you would, uh-huh. with a ball. What ball from history? Would it be the Telstar? Would it be the Mitre Pro Max? Uh, would it be other ones from history? Which one would you, the Jubilani? What, what, which one would you go for? Your favourite football mm-hmm. from football 
on a football desert island. Yeah. Bring it. Uh, it it's a good question. I mean, the kind of... People would probably expect me to say the Adidas Tango because it's a it's a beautiful ball and mm. classic, no, 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 classic, no. all that sort of business. Yeah, 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 uh, the yeah, Jabalani, yeah. I would be concerned that uh, it might just sort of fly away, even though I think those, <laughs> you'd those, never see it yeah. again, would you? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, a flyaway football might be quite a good idea because if this island is tiny, you can't really kick it that far. So, no, yeah, you want something that's going to not travel very far, I guess, and and, and you and you probably won't have um, football boots. You'd just be in your in your bare stock and feet, so uh, well, yeah, you'd probably you, need something that wouldn't hurt when he when he smacked it. I, Shoot five, yeah, I, <laughs> a sponge ball. Remember the old sponge balls? Sponge, <laughs> oh man, they, I moved into a house and around the corner there's this uh, school, yeah. and I don't know what it is about. I d- like the difference between like Victorian schools. Yeah. You were like if you went to a school that was a Victorian building, you would be like, well. They didn't seem to care that you had like a, a full on yeah. uh, football, like leather football. But if you uh, moved to like a, a, a younger school, so to speak, and one that was created in the nineties, mm-hmm. um, they were very way more protective about their windows, and you had to have like an unlovable sponge ball. Yeah. And after a while, it would get really kind of pockmarked That's and right. eaten, yeah. uh, and 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 it would just soak up all of the water, and you couldn't really do anything with it. It was mm. terrible, terrible football times. Yeah, I, we used to play football in my mate's garden, and that was very short lived. Because his parents, who were a bit sort of naggy, were like, you, you, no, you can't play football in the garden, you're ruining the plants and all this. <laughs> and then we managed to kind of get some sort of compromise to we could play twice a week, I know, once a week using a sponge ball. And I remember <sighs> saying that we played on the Saturday afternoon and then on the Sunday the sun was out and I went, oh, can we play again? And he said, we can only play once a week. And I was trying to argue that a new week had begun so we should be able to play. Oh, you look, you are well within your right. Look, if they're going to lay down rules, yeah. Marcus, I think that's absolutely fair. You're, you're damn right. That is, uh, that, that is a new week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to choose the Adidas Telstar because uh, right. this, this bit, ball's been around for a while. I thought it was just for the Russia World Cup, but it was at the 1970 World Cup, I think, was the Telstar. It's been, it, there's been various forms of the Telstar. So you've got a bit of history, mm. but it's also a modern yeah. ball. And it will remind me of the World Cup in Russia, which was wonderful, let's be honest. It's, it's the mm. most entertaining World Cup I can remember. Uh, and obviously England did, uh, did quite well. So that was good. I like the fact that, that Lionel Messi presented the ball uh, in Moscow, ahead of the tournament, you know they do these wanky sort of presentations. They can, mm. they don't just go, oh, by the way, lads, we've got a new ball. Here's the photo. They have to do this pomp and ceremony as if the ball is the sort of the newest member of the royal family or something. Um, mm. Ronaldo, the great Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, opened the 2018 World Cup by presenting the Telstar football. So it was kind of like the match, let the match begin, kind of thing. But this ball, <laughs> this very ball, was sent into space. The International Space Station crew were given the ball. And they had it March 2018, and then it was as it as it said in the um, the article, it was returned to Earth in June 2018. It is all so highly unnecessary of the pomp and ceremony yeah. of football, which I just sort of... and and also like you do if if you don't want your window smashed or your your garden yeah uh, your 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 your, your flower beds trampled uh, up in Scotland. Yeah. I mean, like, it's probably more valuable. There's probably more valuable things up on the International Stip Space Station. You do not... They should have a sponge <laughs> ball up there, to be quite frank. Oh, they should be booting so. around a Telstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but Telstar's all about space, isn't it? Because it's, well, Telstar yeah. was the first um, audiovisual satellite that went yeah. into space to, to provide uh, European uh, and, and, and US uh, television linkage. Mm. And um, 
And obviously, um, our very own, and I'm saying our very own, the Rambles' very own, Louis van Gaal, um, <laughs> last last month, uh, managed Telstar. He played in, did he play in midfield? He did, didn't he, Louis van Gaal? Um, not in that he game. He played in midfield for Telstar. <laughs> no, not in that game. <laughs> but he played for Telstar for a season. So that's oh, right. why, he, why he came back and managed. And what I like about Telstar is they, on all of their um, uh, social media, they use the, the, the theme Telstar. The, uh, is it the, the Shadows? Uh, who was in the Shadows? Well, Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard's bands. Hank Marvel. Well, Cliffridge's band, Hank Marvin and the Shadows, they did that kind of that kind of spaghetti westerny yeah, kind of like called, whammy bar kind of stuff. That's not called Telstar, is it? That song. I believe so. Yeah, that's the song Telstar. Oh, is it yeah, right? I believe so. Yeah. Bloody hell! Yeah. What, a, what a great choice! What a fabulous start! Yeah, absolute banger of a yeah. song. Fantastic! I've nailed that that mm. part of this. You've nailed that. Well done, mate. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't want to go for the Mighty Delta Premier League because for me, like growing up, that was kind of the that was the ball that everybody wanted. That was the primo bit of leather that everyone wanted a header. Yeah, but I I think that that Mighty was quite a solid ball, and the, the, the Mighty Delta Moldmaster was even worse. So I think the last thing I would need on a desert island, where no doubt I'm going to pick up all sorts of aches and injuries and and sort of nasty things. The last thing I need is the mm. ball to kind of hurt me, like get that kicked in the face or something, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want like it to, um, you don't want like a compression fracture or something. No, exactly. Uh, booting a ball around no, no, because no. you're not going to recover from that no. to be quite. Tell Star it is. Mm. Okie dokie. Um, book. Can I have a book, please? Uh, I, if I was going to go for this, Mark, because yeah. I would have obviously gone for uh, the only footballing. Do you know what the only footballing autobiography I've ever uh, read is? Um, well, I know Sir Bobby Robson has one. I don't know if Les Ferdinand has nope. one. Nope. Oh, do you know what? I bet it's like an obscure player like Robbie Elliott or something. Now, Neil Warnock, made in Sheffield. That's the only right. footballing autobiography I've ever read. And it just it's just stories of him getting on a, a, a plane to go elsewhere in the UK and then when they land, uh, the club's in financial difficulty. <laughs> That's the whole story. <laughs> He's like always going, oh, I'm going to have to... I'm gonna to have to lend the boys some money to 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 to, to pay for their rent that month. <laughs> that is excellent. Uh, yeah, I haven't read that one sadly, but and I'm tempted mm. to think that maybe I should take that with me. I I did very much enjoy. It was a freebie on a Kindle. Oh well, you can't argue then, can you? <laughs> I did quite enjoy um, the book A Season with Verona. All uh, oh, right, which is uh, as it suggests, um, and it's Verona are like. Their fan base are rather scummy, shall we say. This is a book by Tim Parks. Right. So people might know this one. It just I thought you were going to say Shakespearean. No, definitely not. <laughs> quite the opposite. They, um, yeah. They, to be honest with you, I think yeah. Some of the stuff that they come out with is, is bloody awful, quite frankly. However, despite right. that, um, the way he kind of writes it and the way he kind of talks about going round and sort of Italian football. I think it was about twenty years ago. This book was written. Uh, just about the footballing culture and so on, but through the through the eyes of a bit of a crap team, it's quite it's quite nice. However, mm. what I might do actually is just you mentioned in the Warnock book there. I thought wouldn't it be better to take a book that I've actually not read? But yes, I quite fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh. so. I I, I for, for old time's sake, I think I would take all played out the full story of Italia ninety because it's meant to be mm. very good. I haven't read it. And Italian 90 was my first footballing memories. That's when I got into football. So had to have something that would link me back to uh, to where it all began football-wise for me would be would be just nice. the ticket, I think. 
So that one. You want a long book, don't you, to get your bang for your buck? Anything? Yeah. I would like the un, uh, the un. Expurgated the unkind of tidied up draft of uh, Wilson's Angels with Dirty Faces because oh, yeah. um, I was on a train once with him yeah. and he said it was like he had to cut 700 pages out of it. Or like that. <laughs> yeah. You would get some bang for your book. For, Angels with um, Dirty uh, Faces, Wilson. The, the Wilson yeah. cut. I started reading that book yeah. uh, on the shores of, uh, of of Plaja Bonita, Lake Pretty in Bariloche in oh, southern nice. Argentina. I thought that was very fitting. Uh, yeah, uh, but I didn't get it finished um, because of uh, because of that. Threw it a pelican. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Threw it a bird. And then I thought I'm off to get some gelato. Why am I bothering with this? No, it was good. <laughs> I'm only joking. Because you, you, what I like about you, Marcus, is you've got the same like sweet tooth as I have. Yeah. And I we'll eat get an unholy amount of ice cream <laughs> like on a holiday. <laughs> I can't imagine how much you eat. You probably eat about the same as me, but I'm always just like, I can really put away ice cream. Yeah. Like an un- but I can eat I can eat trays of it. Yeah. It's incredible, my capacity for ice cream. It is magnificent. I think the worst thing that could happen to me would be that I um, had some sort of an uh, allergic reaction to dairy because it can. <laughs> these things can happen. Do you know what I mean? It, they can happen later it, in life. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the... Um, it's not veganism. Uh, that's a choice. Uh, no, I, I forget what the term is. Lactose intolerance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the one. Uh, if I was right. to, to develop an intolerance to, to lactose, that would be an absolute nightmare. Because I went down... To... Well, exchange one of your intolerances with um, uh, uh, foreign people. With... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't them foreign people. Oh, intolerant. Absolutely awful. Oh. Uh, so every single so that's one of the them. Bi- um, yeah, <laughs> I do love a cream tea. <laughs> a- if you ever go down to the to, to Devon or Cornwall, my goodness! If you're lactose intolerant, don't go down there. That's all I'm saying. They have very w- the thing that um, I've had two cream teas oh, uh, in my in my dotage in my um, convalescence this week. Back to back this week, um, and I couldn't this week. I've had two <laughs> cream teas because <laughs> I because me and Sarah are really partial to a cream tea or oh, two. It's magnificent. Uh, it's so glamorous and. and it's so gluttonous. And uh, the problem is um, she does not put enough cream on there. And ah. I require, she thinks jam, the, the amount of jam should be equal to the cream. And and no, no, the cream <laughs> is the treat. The jam is but a nonsense, to be quite frank. I would just rather no jam, all the cream. And and the, de- <laughs> the, the Devon and Cornwall rivalry between what goes on first. Yeah. One's... One, they put jam after the cream, which is just demented mm. um, because you're just putting something heavier uh, and, and and more solid on top of like a lighter, fluffier thing. It doesn't work like that, guys. No. Get it together. Jam first, then your cream on top, and you can just pile up the cream as high as you want. It's great. I do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, um, terrible. But yeah, I, I couldn't test anything because uh, I had COVID and oh. I... Nightmare. Bashed, uh, bashed uh, the cream tea with Tabasco. Kind of works. Does it? Kind of works. Well, if, you, if you've got no it's, taste buds, it works. If you've got no taste buds, anything works. <laughs> I just want to feel something. I just want to feel something. Uh, so, Marcus, we've had uh, your footballing book. We've had your footballing ball. Mm. You've got a VHS player there. Oh, yeah. What are you going to stick on the VHS? Is, what are you going to stick on the old long player? Is this a, is this a particular moment or a match, or, or should I do both at the same time? Moment. I think. I think. Let's I think moment. moment. I, okay. I, I'd, I'd very much like to be honest. There's, there's a few, uh, yeah. I, this is this is a tough one because again, I think I don't want to be too kind of cliched because that that moment when mm. Gareth Southgate let out a, an almighty roar when England had beaten mm. Colombia on penalties was 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 quite glorious. But we we love the goals in football, and I think I'd have to choose 
a great goal. And one of my favourite goals of all time, I think I've said this before, with, with Marcelo Salas's goal for, for River, for River Plate mm. against, I think it was LDU Quito, but I don't think that's important, in the Copa Libertadores, where the ball is kind of, he's, he's, he's running forward at a very slight angle. And he's about, I don't know, 25 yards from goal. And there's a ball kind of played, which is kind of dipping over his shoulder, a bit of a diagonal. Mm. And he takes a touch with his right boot, like and quite outstretched, almost like a karate mm. kick style. Sort of, he he jumps in the air and 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 controls it with the right boot. And then, as the ball is still in the air, he kind of lands, shuffles his feet very very quickly into position. And then, as the ball is coming down, almost in the same movement, then rifles a left foot volley, <laughs> uh, which which just floats beautifully. Um, from outside the box into the corner to beat the goalkeeper. It is a wonderful goal. It, yeah. I think it might be my favourite goal of all time, maybe. I don't know. It, it's certainly, <laughs> I know that's a huge shout, but it is. I just cannot get enough of that goal. So, yeah, that would be my moment. Okay, dokie. Yeah. Salas in the cover, Liberty Stories. Um, you wouldn't go for um, David Dunsraborna? <laughs> that's. <laughs> That's very much the one I'd have on Luke, to be honest. Because for me, like that's imp- your your goal is improvisation. David, like David Dunn has yeah, thought about mm. doing a Rabona for weeks. He's done it in training. He's done it yeah, in private. He's like, go. I'm going to debut this in a nil nil draw against local rivals Aston Villa while playing for Birmingham. I am going to shock everyone at my skill set and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he, he he fucked it. He absolutely. He fu- his his wife's probably went. He's probably gone to his wife in the morning. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And she's going. Don't nah. do it, David. Don't do it, Not David. Today, and David. and he did it. And he yeah. uh, he just he just he, that he will forever be known for the for the shocking Rabona that was uh, dispatched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, obviously you've got your book, you've got your VHS, you got your ball. Um, you're allowed to keep the sun off a little bit. To keep you uh, in fine. Was I going to choose my match? Sorry, did you say? Well, you can have your match if you want. Well, I didn't say that, Marcus. Oh. But if you want to, if you want to run the show, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you a match. I was just going to give you a goal because goals mean matches. Well, I, the ma- what match would you put? I, I, I was I, again. It would be too cliche to pick an England match. So I thought it'd be nice if I was on a desert island to be reminded of our beautiful Premier League. All right. And so a high-scoring Premier League match, essentially. I did think of Liverpool four, Newcastle United three, the first one. Mm. That'd be very good. Yeah, yeah, that, I even that thought, was, uh... yeah, that, yeah. Uh, or maybe even the Manchester derby that ended four three with Michael Owen getting the winner, just to see like a massive crowd, a big derby game, and so on. It just so happens that yes. those those sides. So anyway, there we go. That's the match. Go on. What you, you were going to bring me onto another category before oh, I, I crowbar? Oh that uh, one yeah, in. I was just going to. I was just going to ask uh, what kit would you like oh. to? Because uh, obviously like, nowadays. I think football teams are less about playing football mm-hmm. and more about what drip they've created. Yes. To be quite frank, it's insane. I think that is true. Like that, um, that uh, what's that um, Italian Serie B side that that are uh, is it Ita- yeah that are, that all of their all they're doing they're just uh, all they're doing is just releasing new ki- uh, you know classic kits and everyone's gone. You just get a, a European strength mm. um, Instagram model and you just put the, put the, put the clothes on and, yeah. and everyone's like, Oh my God, what a stylish club. And the jobs are good. <laughs> and they don't even have to play football. Yeah. I, I know what you mean. Or mm. you just have to have various kind of food items or superheroes on your kits and then you're away. That's right. Yeah. See-through kits and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to do that because on this desert Island, there may be some sort of big beastie animals. So if I had like, you know, that Spanish kit with the <laughs> jamon on, they might just, 
They might get mm, tore into me. Think, go for yeah, you. Exactly. Think I'm, uh, <laughs> think I'm a big lump of uh, chorizo or something. Uh, I, <laughs> you are to them. Well, I suppose so. I, uh, I have to choose an England kit for two reasons. One, because mm. I bloody love old England. And secondly... If someone's passing by, they don't speak my language. I need to tell them where I'm from. That's uh, yeah. Uh, I don't like to cut your jib. <laughs> Get me a roast. Get me a full English. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's a number of kits that I could. I mean, it would be particularly in Congress, wouldn't it? If I don't know, I was because I love the Cameroon 1990 top. Imagine that if you were like, mm. you know, you're some sort of sailor going past, and there was it's like there's a. There's sort of, an English bloke wearing a Cameroon top on a desert <laughs> island. That would be that would sort of mess with people. That would be confusing. That, that yeah, would be quite yeah. good. So I suppose I should keep it simple and choose an England kit. And then it's kind of which one, which one do you whittle it down to? And uh, at the risk of sounding like a mm. pervert, I there's there's an England kit which I absolutely love. It's a very simple one. It's the England third kit from 1970. And it's a sky blue. I really oh, like Lord. England in sky blue. Although the Euros kit, I wasn't that bothered by. Right, okay. I like England in sky blue. And the, the 1971, I've had a look at this, and you have to pay an awful lot of money on eBay for it, and I'm not willing to do that because that would be mad. Mm. Uh, but I do like that kit. It's also, I think it looks breathable. You know, It's very simple, isn't it? It's, yeah. But you know when it's got it those, those little dimples? It really dimples. doesn't look breathable. No, you, no, those little dimply things. Those little dimples. That's all it takes. You've got little dimples and it will be... Yeah, it looks very simple. Yeah. But it's, it, I think it would be... Blue kits, blue blue socks, blue shorts, blue, 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 blue kits. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I, yeah. I believe they only played wow. about three games in it and they never lost in it. So there's that. Uh, but also, <laughs> it's it's quite breathable, and it'd probably be made of cotton. And let's be honest: if you're on a desert island, you're going to sweat a lot. And regular football mm. kits, it's not a good idea. No. Oh well, that's what you're going to go for, I suppose. Yeah. It looks, it looks a bit like a, a crappy Napoli top. It does. <laughs> <In my money. laughs> yeah. Stick right Mars on the front, and you'll be you'll be sorted. I think. Yeah. Incredible. So there you go. <laughs> that's that. So an England third from 1970. Unlovable. An unlovable choice, I have to say, for crying out loud. That'd be all. So finally for now, to wrap us up, up on uh, this week's mm. uh, Ramble On, thank you very much for joining us. Marcus Speller, which footballing great are you going to be joined with on your footballing desert island, or just the footballing desert island? Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is a tricky one. Boring answer would be Gareth Southgate, because I think he'd be good company. You get no funny business. Mm-hmm. He's had army training. No funny business. <laughs> what you, what kind of funny business are you expecting? I don't know. No jokes, no jips, no bants. Yeah, like like you wouldn't turn around and he's... Well, anyway, I don't want to start suggesting... Uh, <laughs> um, you know, he's sort of making love to a coconut or something. I, I think... Right, uh, that's Gaza. Yeah. That's Gaza in it, really, yeah. Um, and you've and you fallen asleep in the sun, yeah. so you, you've got to keep your eyes open because you, your eyes are sunburned. <laughs> Your eyelids. You got, you got no ah, chance. You can't stop watching him fucking a coconut. Ah, you're looking at this. Oh, look at me fucking this coconut. Ah. I'm never going to be able to eat bounties again. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's had army training. Remember, he took the England players to army training. That might come in handy. Right. Perhaps. Okay. And then I thought, come on, how can we spice this up a bit? And I thought, Peter Reed. Because if you're thirsty, he would just manage to produce like a pina he'd, colada he'd get, from somewhere. Do you know yes, I mean? he would find. You'd be, he'd find some way of making prison hooch with some fermented, 
uh, fruit and stuff, and just uh, and he'd he'd make a hotel lobby. Yeah, bar, yeah, you'd be away. Um, and uh, yeah, and and he'd be he'd he'd. You know, he, mm. he wouldn't be in a, a C-word, would he, really? No. He seems quite I think good he'd be, on Twitter. He'd have he a lot of stories. Solid. He'd be quite a good company. Yeah. However, I'm not going to choose him he either. Does have, he does have... He could, he, he'd have a tyre for a seat. Your tyre would wash up on the yeah. beach. He'd be happy with that. It wouldn't be yeah. a problem. However, I'm going to I'm gonna think more practically because it's a desert island. As I said, there's probably some nasty little beasties and animals running around. Goodness knows there might be snakes. There might be sharp plants and all the rest of it. So... I'm going to choose Kevin Keegan because if anything bad's going right, to happen, okay. <laughs> it all will be deflected. Yes, it's going to happen to him. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to be like trying to get rescued with passing boats. Like Keegan, it'll just be like, oh, just... nobody wants to rescue him. It'd be like bad luck. It's like a one man. Yeah, but, it, but it's I... like saying Macbeth five I... times. <laughs> also, though, lest we forget. Having enjoyed the man's company, he would be excellent company as well. He'd have loads of stories. He'd look he would, after yeah. you, be mm. quite sort of avuncular, uh, uh, if that's the right word. Uh, and <laughs> and as I say, if, you know, lightning were to strike the island or whatever it may be, you'd be absolutely fine. So I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd choose old Keggy. Wonderful. A boat would go by right, and they'd be like, fair. oh, we can rescue you. Uh, we've only got one seat, I'm afraid, uh, and we're picking him because we love <laughs> Sorry, that 1970 Sorry, England mate. kit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we have it. I think that's a, a, a solid set of choices, to be quite frank, for Ramble on uh, this week, Marcus. Thank you, thank you for uh, Thank you for searching your soul for the, for the right answers. <laughs> My pleasure. And given the given given the opportunity to give uh, Keggy a, a little boot or two. Yeah. Um, what uh, what do you normally say at this point? Thank you for joining us on the yeah. um, Football Ramble Patreon. Back next week. Um, tell your friends. We'll be back next week with more Ramble on. There we are. Well done, sir. Lovely. Thank you. A presentational masterclass. This was a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.